0: and coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Georgia. We want to thank God once again for this opportunity to be in his presence and to speak the words of eternal life. I want to thank all the Spiritual Cuts leaders out there who's doing the work of the ministry and actually edifying the body of Christ and speaking the words of eternal life, not just in other lives, but in their own lives. And as I was discussing, we had this great discussion this week on our on, in one of our sessions this week, how the words of eternal life has everything that you need in it. It has healing, it has restoration, and it has recovery. It has prosperity, it has wealth, and it has the power of the anointing of God in His Word that He wants His people to have in them as His glory. Because the glory of God is within you through His Word and the knowledge of His Word that He covers, that covers the water as the water covers the sea. That's what God's Word and Spirit and life does in us when we have the Spirit and the Word of God. So just having the Scriptures doesn't make you have His Word. Just quoting Scriptures doesn't make you have the Word of God. Anybody can quote Scriptures, but do you believe in what you quote and can you comprehend what you believe? Because when Christ was teaching on his last day in the earth in Luke 24, verse 49, I mean, chapter 49, excuse, Luke 24, around about in 49, he was speaking to his disciples. He says, I will send the promise of my father upon you and you shall be endowed with power from on high. But in Luke... 24 45, he was saying, I'm writing these things to you so that you may comprehend and understand the scriptures with the prophets. Huh? And all the leaders proud to you. From the Psalms, he says, I'm writing this to you so you can have a clarity on the scriptures. And that's what people in the church don't have: the clarity. So we're going to try to clarify what we spoke on last week about what God says being in his form. So I just want to thank all the spiritual custom leaders all over this world. We continue to grow by leaps and bounds. And this is the best time of your life to walk in the authority and the power that God has manifested in us, in you, in me, in this dispensation of time. And like I said, this is Pastor D. Washington coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I want to welcome you to the Promise of Our Father podcast here in 2024. And we came from out of the scriptures, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. And it reads, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no repetition, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. I love this to the point of death, because he had to understand what the death, the burial, and the resurrection was going to bring into the life that Christ came to give him through the obedience and understanding death. See, death has no power over you unless you don't have the understanding, the power that death don't have. If you don't have the po- of the understanding that death has no power over you, you'll always say, you'll always repeat, you'll always believe in when you die. Oh boy. So I want to tag this here. Being in the form of God is powerful. This is a continuation of last week. Being in the form of God is powerful. Part two. And I started out in the introduction by saying that being in the form of the appearance of a of a person or a particular character or individual is amazing because you are dressing up that uh, in, in, up in that exact form or exact appearance of that particular character or person to represent who that person huh or that particular character as an individual truly is. And the most important thing of imitating or, per- or perpetrating that person or character in, <coughs> excuse me. in his or her exact image and appearance, you have to demonstrate his or her exact characteristic traits to truly convince others. Oh God, you are that character or that person you are imitating or per- perpetrating to be. Because if not, and you don't perform or demonstrate the exact character or exact person or exact individual, you will be considered, or uh, 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 you will be considered, or people will judge you or stereotype you as being a perpetrated fraud or pretending huh that pertaining, uh, per- per- perpetrating that individual or that person being a fraud in the image of that individual or person you're perpetrating. When I was younger than adolescents, they used to say meatball. Let me tell you something, boy, you' are perpetrating a fraud. And I want you to understand that we all go through life changes and we're trying to figure out what is taking place in our life. We all at one time perpetrate one time or another the fraud with somebody and try to be in the image of something we are not. But to become of God and what God called you to be, you have to actually demonstrate who he sent for you to have to become what he promised you can be. So he sent his first son, which was the Holy Spirit that was named Jesus, as the first child of his life. So when he sent Jesus, who was the Holy Spirit, he said, look, I'm going to let you go through this individual, but you're going to have to understand this individual going to have to imitate another individual to get back to me. Because no man or woman can come to me as God, except they come through the one that I send in a body that is made without hands, who is my son, Christ. So even Jesus had to understand the formality of not being perpetrating a fraud as who he was, as the Holy Spirit that was named Jesus. So now you got Jesus huh? in the image of the Holy Spirit and the likeness of the Holy. Oh, we're going to get into this thing. And the likeness of the Holy Spirit, because the likeness of the image of the Holy Spirit is derived from out of the image and the likeness and the power of God in Christ. When he created man from the dust of the ground, he was already in his image, because before the image became dust, it was already in the image of God as the earth. So I'm going to get out of that because I got to get with that later. But in in, in, in what I'm trying to say, to become who we're supposed to be, we have to follow the format and the instructions. Yeah, I got to get out of that, that God has called us to be in. And sometimes the instructions is not clear enough for most people because most people are trying to imitate a person in the natural man or the natural body. There's a body within the natural that takes over the natural body that you are within. When you can't comprehend what you're in in the uh, spiritual, the natural have control of not the spiritual, but of the natural body that you're in because you have no understanding and you don't comprehend the scriptures through the knowledge of the teaching of Christ, how you walk in this place, he called you to be in. So I got to get out of all that because I'm still trying to get to this place where God called me to be to, do, to identify ourselves as sons and daughters and as children of God it's not an easy task to accomplish for no one regardless of who you think you are or who you think you may be because God has designed it to be like that from the beginning and I want you to realize that it's a beautiful thing when you have someone that can teach you because Christ is our teacher. And he said, if I can find one among a thousand who can teach those the message, huh? who can get them to understand the knowledge of the message of the glory of my Father, I would show them my Father of rightness. I would show them my Father eternal glory. So this message is all about bringing you into a place in the glory of who God called us to be as his sons and daughters. And I want you to also know that as I was talking last week, I was telling you I saw this commercial that says, this infomercial that was talking about "Mm, when you die. Hmm? What a heck of a way to start your New Year's off, huh? to look on the television or the infomercial or the Christian channel that they have it on. This global ministry was showing their commercial and they was adamant about what they were showing when you die will you go to heaven or not to be sure huh click on heaven or not.net.com click on heaven or not.net.com when you die What a heck of a way to start the season. And I just wanted to rehash. And I think that is more, that is one of the most erroneous teaching and the incorrect teaching. And we talked about Ezekiel, how God says in Ezekiel 18, 31, he says, get yourself a new heart and a new mind and remove yourself from these transgressions. Remove yourself from this erroneous teaching. We're talking about when you die. We all have to die. Get away from that transgression when he said that, huh, tomorrow's not promised. Why would you not want to look forward to tomorrow when God promised you eternal life for tomorrow, for today? So I'm just breaking down the middle walls of separation and getting us to believe and understand where God is taking us is much more greater and powerful than where you've been in all your ministry. If you are not walking in the authority and the power that death come to take from you because he wants to steal, kill, and destroy you. Our father said his son prayed to him in John 17 and 15. He said, look here. He says, Father, I pray that you take them not out of the world, but that you keep them from death, the evil one." And I gave them eternal life like you gave me to give to them. And as many as you have given me eternal life, this is eternal life. That they know you in the knowledge of your glory and your spirit and walking in the authority of the power that I abide death at my appearance and they should walk in the appearance that I use to abolish death because I gave them immortality and brought eternal life through the spirit of him and the promise of my father. Oh, my brothers, I'm still doing a little rehash, but I want you to know that we got some ways to go. But God wants us to speak to these places where darkness is actually captivating the minds and the hearts of God's people. Because this darkness that is captivating the minds and the hearts of God's people is alienating their lives from God. And let me tell you something to you. My friends out there, you don't ever want to be alienated from the life of God. Hmm? And there's so much teaching out there that has the church alienated from the life of God. I'm going to get out of this because I got some ways to go, but I want you to realize, and I want you to hear this message, and I want you to ask yourself and be honest with yourself, when was the last time in the ministry that you affiliate yourself with that you have been taught on the body of Christ to edify the body that is made without hands? When was the last time? Someone explain to you the kingdom of God. If it is a mystery for you to know, if it is a mystery for me to know, do you know the mystery of the kingdom of God? When have it been the last time someone brought you into a place you never been Huh? And you didn't decide to go, and you don't decide to go because it's too deep to go out there without the one who's been teaching you. And in Matthew 23 8, our teachers Christ, if he grabbed Peter by the hand and allowed him to walk on the deep, he would definitely grab yours because he's no respected person and not let you go down in the deep without you walking on top of the deep that you would go down on or in if you're listening to something that is not of God. But the outreach ministry was teaching when you die. And this is preposterous, or this is contrary to reason or common sense, utterly absurd and ridiculous, that individuals would teach you or tell you what kind of encouragement is that for believers? I wouldn't even go to hospice and teach a message when you die. And in hospice, you are on your last leg. Huh? They done already put you in a place. You ain't you 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 you, you. all you waiting for is the moment to come. And there will be people that goes to the hospital. There will be people who will die. And there will be people who won't make it from out of what we are speaking right now. But there are a chosen group of people that God is calling and getting the attention of. Those who want to live forever and not die and declare. He said, why will ye die in Ezekiel 18.32? Hmm? Oh, house of Israel. O oh, global ministry, oh, whosoever moves church, why will ye die? Because I have no pleasure in the death of the one who dies, says God. He says, turn from your wicked ways. I don't even have pleasure in Ezekiel. He says, Ezekiel 33, 11, and Ezekiel eighteen twenty three. He said, I don't even have any pleasure in the wicked even dying. Why would you come out with a commercial or infomercial? Saying when will you die? Not if you will die, but when you die. I'ma get out of all that. I just wanted to kind of rehash on that. So I want to say this here and come from out of First Corinthians 2, verse 9. And it says, as it is written, this is powerful. And I was looking at this and studying this here and, 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 and I'm telling you, man, the word of God is amazing. It says, eyes. Have not seen. If yours say what mine say. It said I. The I have not seen. Not both I. But the I. Because the I. Is the entrance gate. To, to eternal life. Your I have not seen. Nor your heart. Not heard. Have not heard. Nor have entered into. The heart. Of a man or a woman. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. So whatever is going to take place through this erroneous teaching has to come from the spirit. It is not Pastor D or the Spiritual Cuts leaders here at the Spiritual Cuts ministry. It's through the spirit of God. For the spirit searches all things. Not Pastor D. I need searching. And the deep things of God so the spirit take you into a place where if even if you decide to not fall or walk and grab his hand when he put it out there he would still snatch you up because he got the power to raise you from the dead and he got the power huh, to lay your life down but the problem the church is having they are letting someone else lay their life down by what they are believing in when you die and tomorrow's not promised huh? and I'm telling you my brothers and sisters we gonna have to get out of this erroneous teaching because if you can't believe in it for yourself, at least believe in it for your grandchild, your grandchild, your grandchildren, your daughters and your sons. At least let them have an opportunity because this picture that we are seeing is the picture that we we have experienced through Moses when he went into the wilderness for 40 years and brought them. They didn't need no shoes, no socks. All they needed was the same clothes they had on and it was just just as clean as me and you were but they had a group out there huh? the elders and those who would not retain or renew the spirit of their mind and transform from out of the world of the Egyptians they began to believe in the thing that God called them into so they decide that they're going to believe in what they want to believe because they don't want to believe what God is saying and that's what caused them to not to make it to the place where God has promised See, people are looking for the promise of God in the wrong place. God was trying to get them to take the promise to the land, and they was going to the land looking for something God has promised. God had already given them what he was going to have to need to get there. Why would God wait to get you there to give it to you when he can give it to you before you get there? Well, the same principle with the Egyptians and the elders who did not make it in the promised land is the same thing we're seeing today. Because so many people want to take away with people who can't comprehend what God wants to give them. Since they don't want it, they are teaching others they can't have it either. But the devil is alive. And I tell you, huh? No weapon should form up against us and prosper. Because God has promised you and he has promised me the eternal glory of his spirit and if you let someone cheat you out of your reward that is on you not no one else that wasn't on moses even aaron who was the high priest in Marion, his sister was trying to cheat the people out of their reward because they were serving an inscription of a golden image. God turned it into powder and made them eat it, drank it, and swallow it. So we got to get from the place where we are drinking powder. Cause the potter that they was drinking from the golden image was represented by dust. I got to get out of that. So my brothers and sisters, I want you to know eyes have not seen, and God is want to show us the deep things of God. When you die, it's not a deep thing of God at all, because it's appointed for man to die once. But the one who died once for us has died for all. So really, we is an scapegoat and got away from what we should experience. But we experience something that the scapegoat has gotten hasn't has come back to the slaughterhouse to be slaughtered again. So if you are part of the escape goat, you understand that Christ in the body of Jesus took the hit for you and I. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9, 10, and 11, just check it out when you get a chance. And he has released you in Hebrews two fourteen and 15 from the power of death that we was in bondage all our lifetime. So if eyes have not seen what the glory of God is trying to give us, we would never see it as long as we operate in the blindness of the teaching of the gods of this world. Now, so for what man, verse 10, verse 11 and 1 first, first Corinthians chapter 2. I started at 9, I went to 10, I'm in verse 11. If you want to follow along. For what man or woman knows the things of man and of a woman, except the spirit of a man of a woman which is in them. And sometimes what it is really saying Sometimes men and women think they know better than the Spirit of God that searches all things in their heart. So no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God that is in the man or woman. And if you don't have the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ in you, you are none of his to know who you are as the man or the woman that God called you to be. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God here at the Spiritual Culture Ministry. This is why we teach in such a power and such authority that we teach and preach in, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So, don't be walking around here if you are in the flesh and saying to be, huh, in in the flesh in, in, in Romans 6.23. To be carnally minded is death. Hmm? The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God. So the Bible says, and it says in 1 Corinthians 2:12, it says that hmm, now that we have received not the spirit of the world. So when you die, it's the spirit of the world. Tomorrow's not promise is the spirit of the world. But oh God, huh? Life is too short. And huh? Tomorrow's not promises of the world. But the spirit is who from God, he might know these things that have been freely given to him. So in Romans 6, 23 in the B claw, and he says, and the thing that I give to you freely, you do know that a gift is free." A gift shouldn't have to cost you anything but the gift of God. uh, Glory, I got to get out of that. It's freely given to you by God, which is eternal life. Uh, I got to get out of that. First John says, this is the promise that I promise you, and I freely give it to you. It is eternal life. These things we also speak. Not in words which men's wisdom teach, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. Uh-oh. The Holy Spirit teaching versus man teaching is in play now. So if it's in play, we have to go back to the offset when we spoke on last week, uh, when we die. Hmm? From the information of the global ministry. Huh? So now. And you go to Ezekiel. Why will ye die? So now you have the comparison. Of when you die. And why will ye die. Versus God against man wisdom. And the things we speak as the Holy Spirit. Huh? Give it to us. We compare spiritual things with spiritual. Why would you compare death with dust when dust has to return back to death? Hmm? So now we compare spiritual things with spiritual and not earthly things with dust. So the earthly people who are in the flesh waiting on their wages when they die and life is too short and tomorrow's not promise, it's comparing earthly things with dust. So how could God speak to you if you are operating from out of dust? Come on that you were formed from, like saying, "When will you die? Tomorrow's not promise. And we all have to die. That is not comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. That's comparing earthly things with the dust. (laughs) Come on. Why does this happen? 1 Corinthians 2.14 tells us. Because the natural man. 1 Corinthians 2.14 tells us. Because the natural woman does not receive the things of the spirit of God. Because living forever and not dying and eternal life is the promise of God. Not man or woman wisdom, nor from man and woman teaching. But this is the wisdom and the teaching and the promise of God's word. Not of the man or woman. I need you to remember that. So if it sounds like we're speaking a broken record, we are comparing everything with scriptures. So if you're going to get mad at anybody, you should be getting mad at yourself. Amen? Because God, God has called me and God has called you into this place where he want us to be in him. So don't get mad at me and don't get mad at others who teach you and tell you and try to show you. How is it is possible to live forever and not die. When was the last time you was taught on the body that is made without hands? That speaks of in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 1. If this earthly vessel, if this earthly tabernacle, if this earthly tent dissolve, we have another house. Another building built by God in the eternal category hmm? that is made without hands. So, if you don't have never been taught about the body that is made without hands that abides in you. Because the kingdom of God in Luke chapter 17, 20 says, and the kingdom of God does not come with observation or look here or look there, but the kingdom of God, which is his glory is within you. So the glory of God is a body that is from 18 inches of your mind to your heart that abides in you, that resides in your life forever. So when the word says the word of God abides forever, if the word of God is in you forever, the 18 inches is filled with God's glory. I think I got to get out of that. Hmm? 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, Huh? This is the wisdom and the teaching and the promise of God's word. And the reason the natural man and the natural woman cannot receive the things of the Spirit of God between the 18 inches of their heart and their mind is because it is foolish to him and it is foolishness to her. So therefore, and furthermore, nor can he or she know them. They can't perceive what we are speaking of because they are spiritually discerned. And if you are carnally minded, yes, you will when you die. See the date of death when you die. And tomorrow is not promised. Yes, you will. we see, huh, that life is short. Come on because they are spiritually discerned. When you can't discern what God is teaching, you can't comprehend what God is giving. You can talk about the freely gift or the gift of God is eternal life, all you want. You can talk about the resurrection life. You can talk about dying and living forever or you can talk about when you die will you go to heaven or not and even that is incorrect because heaven is God. How you gonna get into God in heaven when you don't even believe in God as the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven who is God who said if you don't know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven in Mark 4 11 the kingdom of heaven in Mark 13 11 Matthew 13 11 if you don't know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God you cannot no way enter into the 18 inches of his glory your whole life story Is from your heart to your mind. Let somebody break your heart. And mine's been broken many a time. And guess where it went? Straight to my mind. I had all kind of foolish thoughts. (laughs) Come on. But when I put the spirit of him, he and the promise of our Father up in my heart to my mind. It is difficult to replace and remove and to hurt what God has promised to me. Oh, I get the feeling that everything ain't all right. But when I think about how the goodness of God and his righteousness, his eternal glory, you can go and be who you want to be with. You can leave me all you want. You can say what you want to say. You can't hurt me no more. Not joker. uh, I done found out the mystery. I got to get out of that. The kingdom of God. So let me continue. The reason the natural and the Natural man and the natural woman cannot receive the things of the spirit of God because they are foolishness to them. Nor can he or she know them because they are spiritually discerned. And I do not care how holy, then thou, you may think you are. I don't care how spirit filled, spirit filled. Your church you attend, and how anointed you may thank your spiritual church leader may seem to be to you. But if he or she is teaching from out of the flesh, or from the natural man, or the natural woman, huh? from out of the flesh, you will never be able to discern spiritual things, and you will never be able to discern the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of Him, and the Spirit of Christ. I don't care how holy you may think you are And how holy you may think you feel After leaving your church service You could never I say this to your shame my brothers and sisters But on the other hand 1 Corinthians 2.15 But on the other hand He or she who are spiritual And walk in the authority And the power of the spirit of God and the power and the authority of the Spirit of Christ judges all things, yet he or she themselves is rightly judged by no one. Why? Because they can only be rightly judged by the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ who leads them. Anyone in Romans eight fourteen that is led by the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ are sons and daughters of God. Mm-hmm. Because God in Christ Is spirit For who has known Check this out mm-hmm. For who has known Look at what I'm about to say For who has known The mind of God That he or she Can instruct him God a that's 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 an amazing question for who has known the mind of God that he or she can instruct him. You remember last week I said, if you don't want, as on you, to have the thoughts and the ways of God, that's all right if that's how you feel. But I feel totally different. But look what the scripture says. For who has known the mind of God that he or she can instruct him? Now, I don't have the mind to instruct God to do nothing because he is God and he's God all by himself. But look what the scriptures continue to say in the B clause in 1 Corinthians 2.16. We who are filled with the authority and the power of God's Spirit has the mind of Christ. Come on. You, you gotta be kidding me. I wanna run out of my seat right now. Y'all don't know. Hey, he, he said that you can those who are filled with the authority and the power. Of the spirit of God And the power And the authority And the spirit of Christ Has the mind of Christ So on our behalf Christ can speak with God If the spirit searches all things When Christ had a little talk With your 18 inches And find out Who's residing at the house because you're like a green olive tree in the house of God. When he realized that your tree is green and you are olive. Because the olive tree is what engraft you into the house. So the house of God is filled with the authority and the power and the glory of God through Christ. He said that on your behalf, Christ will give the Father instruction. He said, yeah, Father, many are called, but a few are chosen. That's one of my chosen ones there. Mm. I got a lot of them that have been called. Christ has a continuation conversation with the Father. There's a lot of them been called, Father, but not that many who've been called are chosen. Are you chosen today? And the only way to be chosen is that you're able to allow for Christ to go on your behalf and get God the instructions that he and she believe in eternal life and that death has been abolished through my son Christ's appearance. That is the only way that you can get some sort of instructions to God. So you may try to fool me and they may try to fool you but only God and Christ know the truth about what you believe in. I was on the rig the other weekend. I was talking to one of the guys who was filled with the Spirit of God at his church that didn't have the discernment of the Spirit uh, and didn't have the discernment of the Spirit of God in him but was just giving me an answer because he didn't want to look foolish and I asked him, I said, you have eternal life. He said, yes, I do. I said, what make you have eternal life? He said, because I know God and Christ and, and Jesus. I said, how do you explain that to me?" Like I said, I know God and Christ and Jesus. So if you know God and Christ and Jesus, you should be able to explain to me why you have God through Christ in Jesus. But he couldn't. He couldn't because his pastor didn't explain to him how do he receive eternal life in a body that is made without hands. So most people can't explain something, but most people, they will pretend that they do know that they can explain. Now, they get somebody that's weaker in their faith and don't have scriptures as they do, they would make themselves look like an all-star player. I got to get out of that. There's a lot of all-star players out there that is in the kingdom of God, but there's a lot of them who are going to miss the kingdom because they are not really the true all-star players God is looking for. They're the all-star players for the whosoever move church they come from out of. Just because you're an all-star player on your team from out of your church doesn't make you an all-star player for the church that comes from out of God. See, you have to be an all-star player for the church. See, because Christ is coming back for the church, which is the body of the all-star players. Huh? And if you miss that trip, you're going to have to take a trip with the Lord Jesus. When it's time for you to raise up and come where we at in the air. But in the meantime, those who are in Christ and those that remain and alive, he says that I'm looking for my all-star players. Moses is an all-star player. See, everybody thinks Moses died, but Moses didn't die. Moses was on the all-star players' team. And the Bible says Moses was such a great player God buried him And no one know where his sculpture at today See all star players is always in God And you know that God has no pleasure In the death of the one who died So why would he bury the one who led them into the promise And now he took the promise And took it away from the one he led To take him to the promise Moses is an all star player Abraham is an all star player. Isaac is an all star. Jacob is an all star player. Christ is an all star player. John is an all star player. You is an all-star player. Me is an all-star player. And Christ is coming back for his church looking for the all-star players. I I got to get out of that because that got me going. I feel like I can shoot a basketball all the way to the kingdom of God. Hey, I can shoot in his glory. (laughs) Michael Jordan ain't got nothing on me. I'm a real all-star player, Mike. I hope you hear this message, my brother, because the real All-Star players is going to be picked by Christ when he come back for his church. But it ain't too late, Mike, to be engrafted into the All-Star team. And for anyone else who's listening and want to play on the team that God is coming back to choose his team from out of. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 continue that was first Corinthians 216 the last verse in chapter 2 but 3 continues and look what it says now i'm saying this to the christians and believers and the saints of god and spiritual church leaders why because i could not speak to you as a spiritual as spiritual people but as to carnal You know, as long as you keep the carnality of the conversation in the mindsets of the people you're speaking to when you're having the conversation and you say stuff when you die, we all have to die, Mm, tomorrow's not promised, you can have a conversation all day long with that individual and that person. But I could not speak to my friend on the rig when I got to spiritual things because he was a spiritual people. He was a corner people acting spiritual, excuse me. So, but as to corner, I was able to talk with him, but I realized he was a babe in Christ. Why? Because are you, after you've been so long in the ministry, attending church after all these years, that you are still a babe in Christ? Are you? It's a question. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is is the power of God. It was a long time. I was a babe in Christ and thought I had Christ through the teaching of Jesus. And I had to realize that I had to leave the elementary doctrine of the teaching of Jesus to get to where Christ was. So in 1 Corinthians 3.1, it says, I could not speak to you as spiritual people. But as to come as babes in Christ, because you are you have been so long in the ministry and attending church after all these years that you are still a babe in Christ, and this is why because you are still being fed uh, milk, and are unskilled in the words of eternal life, and are unskilled in the words of e- righteousness. And the righteousness life of God, which is the eternal life of God, life, you are still unskilled in eternal life. So therefore, and you are not eating solid food, for until now you are not able to receive it. And even now there are some of you who are still not able. Why? Because you are still cornered and not been led by the spirit and not been taught by the spirit of Christ and God through Christ and God's teaching according to John six forty five and Matthew twenty three eight, and it is written in John six forty five we all are taught and learned by God, and it is written in Matthew twenty three eight there is only one teacher who is Christ. So and it is written. That's why you're still sucking milk Still on the titty And I'm telling you my brothers and sisters You're going to have to get off the titty If you're still on milk Because God is trying to give you solid food So in the natural So in the spirit When a child is born You give them milk Hmm Until a few little little white things Them little teeth And back where I come from is teeth Ha ha (laughs) ha Y'all ever heard the word teethuses? Yeah, them little teethuses Them little teeth Began to show up in their mouth Then I remember when Mama Mary she Used to put in my mouth She used to chew the food A little bit You know what I mean? And soften it up And she was sticking When she saw that first big tooth when she saw that first big tooth You know I had some buck teeth When I was a young kid boy Until I went got me a new set I got that Walmart sale The rollback, Boy you ought to see my smile right now I got a celebrity smile but back in the days When I had that tooth When I was a little kid Mama used to soften that food up And slam it in my mouth And I used to chew on it Oh she started allowing for me To grow as a young kid huh? From out of a babehood From out of milkhood To solid. Food hood, so in the natural, so there is in the spirit. So, my brothers and sisters, I want you to realize what she was training me to do to get into the transfer of Porter The transfer portal is a very amazing aspect in college. Hmm? In 2020, something took place with the pandemic, and it changed the dynamics uh, of the transfer portal. Usually, you have to wait a year out, and then you do. You go, on, you go to another team, you have to wait a year, and then you start playing. But the transfer portal allows for you to transfer, and then it gives you the eligibility that you still may have and may even add a year to what you didn't have. And then the reason they leave, what happened? They seek for a better opportunity for their ability to play prior to completion of their eligibility in college. Huh? So, in the natural, so should it be in the spiritual. Amen? In Romans 12, I beseech you, brethren, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice and get into the transfer, the transfer portal of God. Huh? Holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service, and be ye not conformed to that same thing. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See the outcome of believing in eternal life and living forever, and not the outcome of when you die. So the transform portal, so in the natural, so is in the spirit. You got to get this here because so many people are celebrating being in the natural, in the transform portal, because they feel like this is going to give them an an opportunity to go to the next level or the next dimension in their ability to perform as a player. But if so in the natural So is in the spirit What would God do If you would let the words of eternal life Manifest in your heart And in your mind Where the 18 inches is What would God do with you If you would make a decision Right now on the spot Immediately, effectively What would God do If you would change the transfer portal From whosoever moved church To the church of God that Christ coming back for as a body. Hey. God is waiting to engraft you in. And all these players are doing when they go to another university is being engrafted in. And all God is trying to get us to teach you on how to get engrafted. You're like a green olive tree of the house of God. The green olive engraft you in the house. huh? And the house is the body that is made without hands. And the hands that was made from a body was a body of a spirit of God. So God's spirit is a body that was made without hands. Well, who made God? God made God. That's why God is able to make a body out of a spirit without a hand. Hey, I got to get out of that. I beseech you, brethren, that you transfer to the porter of eternal life and not the porter of when you die. You hear what I'm saying? Because this is the perfect will of God. This is what the transfer portal for Christian believers and saints of God and spiritual church leaders should look like. And should be like. To make yourself available for God's service and give yourself a chance at the promises of God, which is eternal life. That he promised in 1 John 2.25. In 1 John 5, 11, 12, and 13, this is the promise that he promised you, eternal life. And this is the testimony that God has promised, that he has given of his son, eternal life. 1 John 5, 13 says, and that you may know that you've been transferred into the porter of when he come back for his body you'll be one of the body that is made without hands in immortality. He says he's coming back for the immortal body of his glory that you manifest through the transfer portal. My brothers and sisters, I want to go back to Ephesians where we was. There's so much I still hadn't got to the place where i even supposed to start where I'm supposed to be. But thank God I'm in a place where I'm supposed to be because that's where I'm gonna start. Amen. Ephesians 2 verse 1 talks about how God has taken us into this place. And he has forgiven us for our transgression. It made us alive again. Ephesians 2.2 two tells us about the prince of the power of the air. And the definition of dust, because the prince of the power of the air is amazing. The definition of dust means fine, dry powder consisting of tiny particles of the earth or waste matter lying on the ground or on the surface and carried in the air. And the prince of the power of the air, the prince of the, po- the prince of the power of the air is kicking up dust, kicking up the air. And the spirit who now works in the sons and the daughters of disobedience. So the prince of the power of the air is working in the sons and the daughters of disobedience, and we understand that through Adam, spiritual church leader, that Adam allowed for the serpent, the most cunning beast that God ever created, that the Lord God, who is Christ, ever created. And I want to get to this place where I explain what God created in Adam was for our glory. But Adam decided to go with the dust and the beast to become his spiritual church leader. So is your spiritual church leader is teaching from out of dust? Because dust you shall come from, and dust you shall return. When God was speaking to Adam about the dust he came from, and the dust he shall return, Adam was out of the glory Step from out of step from out of eternity into time so God spoke to him in time and told him where he would return in dust but when God dressed him and put him back in eternity he spoke to him from eternity to never go back again into time he says unless you put your e." Put your hands out to eat from the tree Of eternal life You shall live uh, forever again So the reverse matter Has already taken place If you've been born again And if you have put on the new man And the new woman that is created after God So this is heavy teaching my brothers And my sisters If you're willing to receive What God calls us to have the gift that has been given freely to us has been denied to you, has been denied from you, and has been denied for you because you let someone speak in your hearing that cannot discern the spiritual things of God. So now we're in another place. If the beast is the most cunning beast, you have to realize he made you alive. That was one day in your transgression and sins. Walk according to the, of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air consisting of tiny particles of the earth or waste matter lying on the ground or on, on the surface and carrying in the air. This has to mean that those who are walking around saying tomorrow's not promised, we all have to die, and when you die, and life is too short, these are they who are being deceived by the prince of the power of the air through the dust or through the fine dry particles, which is consist of tiny particles of the earth, and this is the spirit who now are working in the sons and the daughters of disobedience right now. And these are they who are, huh, walk in the futility or the pointlessness or uselessness of their mind and having their understanding darkened and being alienated and separated from the life of God and the life of Christ through the dust. The prince of the power of the air is kicking around, huh, kicking around from the ground of the earth. And be kind because of this, the ignorant that is in them, the sons and daughters of disobedience manifest and has blinded their hearts to receive the eternal truth about God and His eternal Son, Christ. But I'm going to get to this part where I want to get to. If He's kicking around, Christ breathed on us and said to us, Peace be unto you, as the Father has sent me I send immortality to you. I have given you immortality. And when he said that, he breathed on them. the prince of the power of the air who controlled the dust or the fine, tiny, dry, dry powder or small particles of the earth breathe dust into your nostrils but on the other hand Christ who came through the six inch doors breathe the eternal glory and the eternal life of God on us from out of a body that's made without hands built by God from the eternal glory and the eternal spirit of God come on man this is heavy so with all that being said especially unveiling the truth Pertaining Adam and Eve, we talked about mostly last week, because Adam could not perceive and understand, and neither could he comprehend the things Christ was doing in him after Christ formed him from the dust of the ground. Because just like Adam had to, tr- had to be trained and taught by Christ, the Lord God, and his teaching to understand who he was being in the form, and the image, and the likeness of God, we have to be trained by Christ as well from his teaching. 1 Corinthians gives us a better look at it in 1545. And so it is written, the first Adam being a living being or a human being, Look what it says: A living being or a human being, huh? Became a life-giving spirit. But excuse me, huh? The first Adam, the first man Adam, became a living being, and the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. And however, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, and afterwards the spiritual. Amen. This is so powerful to me that we must understand that there is a natural body. Huh? And there is a spiritual body. And God give us a body as he pleases. There's a celestial body. Oh, we're going to get somewhere here now before I close. I want you to realize there is a spiritual body. And there is a natural body. So I'm going to cut, take a shortcut. Because when Jesus was baptized by Christ in Luke 3.21, and the Spirit of Christ came upon him in, the, in a bodily form, huh? in Luke 4.1, huh? Jesus was led by the way. He's the second Adam. The image of the heavenly man was trained and led by the Spirit of Christ to be tempted by the devil or tempted by the serpent or the most cunning beast that Christ had ever made. The second Adam was tempted by the serpent for 40 days in the wilderness. You know the story. So if the second Adam had to be trained and taught by Christ, the same thing was supposed to happen with the first Adam. But the first Adam rejected knowledge of Christ's teaching, whereas the second Adam received the training and the teaching of Christ through the temptation of the serpent, who is the most cunning beast Christ ever made. This is the reason the first Adam became a living being or a human being and the last man Adam became a life-giving spirit as it is written in 1 Corinthians 15. The first man Adam didn't receive the mind of Christ. Although he was in the form of God the first man never thought it robbery to be equal with God but the second man Adam took advantage of the of him and the Spirit of God and the Spirit of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of Christ. Yeah. Are you down with taking advantage of the Spirit of Christ, the second man, Adam, and being in the form of God and thinking they're not rather to be equal with God? Although you are in the appearance of a man or the appearance of a woman, are you willing to take advantage of being in the form of God? Because being in the form of God I got to close this. If Christians and believers and if the saints of God and spiritual church leaders continue to go around teaching and telling others that we all have to die and tomorrow's not promised, life is too short. When you die, they will never know nor will they ever understand or comprehend how powerful being in the form of God is to them. Scriptures teaches us through Christ's teaching. John 5, 37, look what Christ was teaching. And the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. You have neither heard his voice at any time, nor has you seen his form. Come on. This is a powerful statement that Christ makes to the unbelievers. Why? Because God's voice is his form. Come on. Genesis 1:1 says, God voice created the heavens and the earth in the beginning. God voice formed the heavens and the earth from out of who is he as God from the form of his spirit. Let me say that again. God voice formed the heavens and the earth from out of who? He is as God from the form of his spirit. So in essence, the earth hears the voice of God, which is the terrestrial, and the heavens hear the voice of God's spirit, which is the celestial. God, two sons, he created and made in his image and in his own likeness, who is Christ and his son, the Holy Spirit, who knows God's form and hears God's voice as his shepherd. Oh, oh. Now I'm gonna explain this, but I'm gonna have to close because we are we're at the time where we need to close. So in Genesis 1.26, this is heavy. These next few pages here, these next few words here, is gonna be so powerful and you got to catch it. Huh? And we all know in first in Genesis 1:1, 1, 1, God created the heavens and the earth. Then he went down and he said a series of things, but when he got to Genesis huh, 1.26, and God, the God said. Look what it says, let us make man in our image, watch out, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fish of the birds and over the cows and over every creeping thing and over the earth, uh, all of it, huh? and every creeping thing that creeped on the earth. Now, when God created man in our image, this image of God and Christ out of his spirit, he created is from the heavens. So in essence, Christ is in God's image. Because you remember we talked about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven in Matthew 13, thirteen eleven, and in Mark 4, 11, one says, it is for you to know the kingdom of heaven. And one tells you, about, it is for you to know the kingdom of God. Both of them is the same thing as God's spirit, which is his glory. So now let me continue. But the Holy Spirit God made in their likeness. You got to go down and look at this again. But the Holy Spirit God made in their likeness was according to God and Christ's likeness and image. That means God and Christ made their likeness from the earth that God created in the beginning. So the earth... Which, the, which was the Holy Spirit Was made from Is in the likeness of God In Christ Because when he said let us make man In our image And after our likeness One was according to the likeness Of both of them image So the image Of the earth Which the Holy Spirit was formed Is the likeness of God In Christ Image and God gave the Holy Spirit that was in his image and the image of Christ, dominion over the earth that he formed from the earth by God and Christ. Come on, he formed it from their image. So, the likeness of the Holy Spirit that was made from the earth was in the likeness of God and Christ's image. The word that was made flesh in John 1:14 had the image and the flesh of God in Christ according to God in Christ's image. Before the word was made flesh. 42 generations later. Come on! So even the earth had the form of God, even the earth had the form and the image of God and Christ, and thought it not a robbery to be equal with God and Christ. The earth shall abide forever. One generation passes away and for in Ecclesiastes 1 verse 5, verse 1 verse 4. One generation passes away and another one comes, but the earth hey, glory. Bear the image of God, bear the image of Christ according to their likeness. So that's why we're in the likeness of the two of them. But the two of them, we need the two of them to get in their image, huh? Long, long before the word became flesh, Christ's image, God's image. The earth thought it not out, Robert, to be equal with him, So why is it so hard for you to let the image and the likeness of God that you be in their image and thinking not Robert to be equal with those two? The earth is. The earth take on the image after the likeness. Why can't we take on the likeness after God's in Christ's image? The earth had to hear the voice of God and the voice of Christ in order to be in God and Christ's likeness to have their image. Yay! This is Pastor D. Coming to you live from out of Atlanta, Georgia. This is so heavy to me I still ain't got to where I was supposed to be at, but we're going to call it what it is because God is doing something so powerful. And we're going to continue with this message. Being in the image and the form of God is powerful. We're going to call this one part two. But I want you to realize that God called us into a special place in 2024 for us to manifest his glory and his life through his spirit. Amen. We love you. And we thank you. And may God continue to bless you and your family forever. Amen. Doors of the church is open. Amen.